and welcome back to another episode of The Growth Club. I have got to be honest, I'm feeling half excited and half nervous as my launch period is coming up. And it happens every single time, even though I've been doing marketing for years now, I still get nervous for launches. And it's probably because my business is shut most of the year round and people only really get access for enrollment during a small time span. So it's not like I'm doing this every single day all the time. I mean, in my program, I do teach you how you can do this very passively, but Personally, I really like to be there with everyone who enrolls. So I'm literally there with everyone week by week doing workshops and Q&As to make sure that any areas which people are getting stuck and experiencing blocks are worked through. So I still get nervous each time around. But here we move forward whether or not things make us feel nervous or fearful. So I am just taking things a step at a time and making sure everything is finalized and up and running before launch time. So we're doing just that. We are striving forward today. And because my launch period is coming up and I'm sure a lot of people also want to know some of the strategies that I have used to ensure that I'm maximizing on launches, more specifically for digital programs or products, even when I had a very, very small audience. So I'm letting you know that it's definitely possible because in one of my TikTok posts recently, I actually explained how I managed to make a few thousand dollars through TikTok alone. And this was when I only had 2,500 followers and I explained some of the steps that I used to do this. So if you have a small audience, this episode is for you because I'll be going into four different strategies on how to maximize your launch profits even with a small, tiny audience. One of the most important strategies, I mean, a lot of them are important, (laughs) but one of the most important strategies is using a powerful pre-launch strategy. So this is something I actually walk students through, but one of the key mistakes is actually waiting around until you feel ready and until you feel like your audience is large enough for you to finally take action. Because by then you've actually left a portion of your revenue, which you could have made on the table. And then by the time that you finally decide to launch something, those people who are ready to buy they've likely already forgotten about you and they've left. They've moved on to another authority go-to figure. So actually putting in place a launch plan and utilizing a solid pre-launch strategy will be the thing that forces you to create the content that is specifically crafted to nurture your audience ready for launch. And doing this consistently is then what helps you grow. On top of this, because you're creating very specific content that is crafted to nurture that audience, you are basically targeting your ideal buyer persona through this. So you're finding the correct people that need to be hearing what you're saying. And this is exactly what I've done to get myself to grow from a couple of thousand followers to 50,000 followers. And doing this naturally is what creates the side effect of people who are naturally interested in the topics that you're talking about, meaning they will be interested in your products and ultimately increase your sales and conversions. Strategy number two is to optimize for your email list. And we do this through delivering value through free content. And it's not just any free content that we create. 
we need to create a free value resource such as a PDF, something a little bit more tangible, which your audience can download. And the reason I suggest PDFs is because they're the easiest to create. And I don't know if you've realized yet, but I like to keep things as simple and as actionable as possible because when you're overwhelmed, complicating things is just not the way to go. It just makes things more stressful for you. So simple and effective is best. Creating this resource, which is valuable for your audience and also aligned with your product that you're planning to sell, allows for your audience to transition from just being one of your followers to moving onto your email list, which is actually going to be where your most ideal buyers are housed because they've gone a step further from just liking your content to actually wanting to download one of your free resources. Being able to house your audience here and nurturing them further is what is going to help you during your sales process. Because remember, your email list is in your control, whereas the algorithm on social media is not. So your email list is crucial when it comes to sales periods. Now, strategy number three is launching multiple times. So everything that I actually go through in my program is not to be done just once. It's for you to set up the first time and then launch multiple, multiple times. So people think launching actually only happens when you create the digital program or digital product and release it the first time round. But what you actually need to do is create promotional periods specifically throughout the year to ensure that you're getting new enrollments each time. This is what then allows you to have off periods, say you don't want to be working on your business or glued to your business so much during a certain time round. And then when you feel optimized, when you feel like you have momentum, then you can go back to your business. And then that's when you do your sales period and do your pre-launch strategy that I talked about in point one. If you create a digital course once and then launch it multiple times throughout the year, if you're using the right strategies, each launch will actually get bigger and bigger. So you'll be making a larger revenue each time and scaling your business. But the main check of the effort is, of course, right at the beginning when you're creating your course material and your PDF support materials, such as worksheets and checklists. And that will be done in the first go. And the only time you need to touch it again is, of course, when you're updating the material. The reason I feel like this confuses a lot of people is because we're so used to thinking about physical products, because normally with physical products, you launch your business and then you produce new products or new drops. But with digital courses, you actually launch the first time round. Of course, at this time, it's a new product. But then what you actually do is you launch the product again. It's the same product. You just have new enrollees. You can, of course, do this with a passive funnel method, which is what I was talking about at the beginning, where you can be a little bit more hands off and provide a more self-study method for students. But even if you're doing that, you should actually still do promotional periods multiple times throughout the year. Just like when physical product businesses do specific campaigns throughout the year to promote different seasons of their products, you need to do the same things with digital programs. Now, strategy number four is to offer tiered pricing and upsells. So you want to be offering different forms of payment. You can offer a full price plan, payment plans, or even tiered pricing. 
And the reason we do this is because this allows for your audience who wants to enroll in your products, who are interested in working with you to actually enter at a price point, which they can afford. If they can't afford the full price offer, then they can invest in a payment plan. You might also have a VIP option where you provide one-on-one time, more access to you. And this is for people who can afford to invest in you directly. And those who can't might just purchase your normal full price plan or your smaller payment plans. This is a great strategy also if you're a little bit worried about increasing prices too much. And also make sure that you're not leaving some of your revenue on the table. Now, the key message that I want you to take away from here is that if you do things correctly with a small audience, even just a few thousand and a few hundred email subscribers, you can have an amazing launch because I quite literally just did this and I did this on TikTok to show people that it can be done and it's not that difficult if you follow the simple steps. Then if you use the same launch process and repeat it after you've already done the work of setting up, for example, a digital course once, that is how you keep scaling and increasing your revenue each and every launch. Now, that is a wrap for this short and sweet episode. If this episode was helpful or insightful at all, please make sure to click the follow or the plus sign so that you get the next episode straight into your app of choice as next week I'm going to actually share with you the three different types of digital courses that you can create and if you didn't know this episode was actually part of a series where I'm taking you from going from literal zero to launching so if you missed out on some of the previous episodes you can listen into those to learn further. And also, if you have not yet downloaded the digital course launch checklist to look further into some of the steps that are involved in creating, marketing, and then launching the digital program, this is going to be in the show notes. And these are the steps which has helped me to build a business that works around my lifestyle instead of me having to constantly work around my business all the time. So you'll find that in the show notes. And as per usual, keep building, keep creating and keep striving because I'll be speaking to you in the next episode very, very soon. Uh